Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Yeah, I mean, it, it is cool. Uh, I'll definitely have a box that I'll keep forever. I mean, whenever you're a little kid and you see the see uh, people on those cereal boxes, it is a, a tremendous honor. So I'm excited to be able to have my own. Did you sign any here today? I signed one, so okay. I, but I did see, I, I saw several. But I mean, it, it's cool that people will go out there and, and get that. And like I said, support not only me, but my foundation and everything that it, it's going to hopefully do for this community. Kansas City, that's your QB1 right there, Patrick Mahomes. You put his face on a box, you put cereal inside of it that tastes just like Frosted Flakes, people go nuts. That's the power that Mahomes has. The only picture my face has been on is, uh, well, profile pictures. I got a pretty sweet one right now. Um, continuing from the sandwich debate, somebody says the beef eater from Jason's Deli is delicious. I've had the Joel Goldberg from Broadway Deli, a, uh, a local deli, a not-so- a what is it? A Jewish deli in a not so the Jewish official deli of sports six ten sports and radio. a not so Jewish city. The official yep. deli of six ten sports radio. They always uh, they are the sponsor of the hits every day at five o'clock on the drive with Carrington and C dot crunchy peanut butter. Only way to go. Philly cheesesteak is pretty good. My family and I put a fried egg on a BLT game changer. That's mm, I make, believe it. Yeah, you said a fried egg on anything makes a game uh, completely different. Used to work at Red Robin as a server, and they had a burger called the Royal Burger. And it had a fried egg on it, and then they changed it to, like, a runny egg. Uh, it was pretty gnarly watching people dip their fries in egg yolk. <laughs> I've done that. I'm sure. Yeah, you cooked a grilled cheese in a microwave. I'm yeah, sure there's not a lot. move on from the no, grilled cheese? Like you literally thing. said Come a grilled on, cheese man. in a I microwave. Know, I know. <laughs> I'm my proudest moment. No fried bologna list is fake. Uh, fried bologna is the number one sandwich, I guess. Um, I think it's interesting what what Patrick Mahomes continues to do in the city of Kansas City, and I think a lot of you fans do as well. Um, it's pretty clear and obvious that he is on his way to being the most prolific athlete in Kansas City. I think that's a fair a fair thing to say. Um, but when this serial came out, uh, Lance, I know he he's a follower of ours on Twitter, big fan of 610 Sports Radio. We appreciate what Lance uh his fandom is, and he had said that he's going to go get six boxes of cereal. Jay Binkley bought three boxes. Ryan Wachowski cut a promo up here eating some of it. Jay Binkley called four different managers of High V to find out where he could get it. Just throwing that out there. Um, the cereal, this is per Adam Schefter on Twitter. The cereal Mahomes Magic Crunch started selling this week at Kansas City area stores. Though he hasn't tasted it yet, Mahomes said he is excited for it, as you heard in that audio before we started the segment, and noted sales help out his foundation. Unopened boxes of the cereal, though, are going for $33 on eBay. Capitalism at its finest. I just saw also uh, at NFL on e- or ESPN NFL, a 12-pack of the Mahomes cereal is going for $315. I'm sorry? A 12-pack of Mahomes Magic Crunch is going for $315 on eBay. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Um, so when you look at Mahomes and you look at this cereal and you think to yourself, what is the limit? So, for instance, uh, Matt Derrick, who is a beat writer of the Chiefs, he is very well in depth with the team, wrote a book last year called Showtime. I currently have it at my house because it's interesting. That's where I feel like I started the, okay, this is where it's going to start. 
This guy hasn't even completed his first full year as a starter, and people are writing a book about him. I'm, you know, I'm not mad at Matt Derrick for that. I just think that it's interesting that that's when he decided to write the book. Great strategy. Get one out before everybody else can. Get his newly acquired nickname on there before anybody else can. And then we continue to see this trend grow. Then it was something that you acquired, a headband. Just a simple headband, just a piece of nylon, right? That just goes over your forehead, pops your hair up, makes you look like Patrick Mahomes. Yeah. Then all of a sudden, we get uh, Patrick Mahomes on Instagram. We then get people that follow Patrick Mahomes. He does anything and everything, and it is magnetized from something small to something very large. And that's where we currently are right now when it comes to Patrick Mahomes and the Mahomes Magic Crunch, which I said Thursday night sounds like a future marijuana strand. Just and for popping off ideas in the top of my head, you go into a medicinal store sometime in the future, and you're like, I'll take that Mahomes Magical Crunch. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It'll make you feel like you're throwing footballs 85 yards. And then you probably go home and eat a bunch of Mahomes Magic Crunch. And the continuous uh, marketing continues. But yep. it made me think, will you, Nick Price, get a box of this and not open it? Uh, my dad actually texted me the other day, and he was like, can you grab me one because I want one? But, like, not to open or anything, but just to have in the house. Right. And where I bring this up is that a cereal, headbands, attraction from crowds, it gives this team a Hollywood feel. Because there was no Alex Smith cereal. There was no Alex Smith multi-meal. There was no Alex Smith oatmeal. One year as a starter, you win an MVP, and there's Patrick Mahomes cereal. He's 23 years old. He'll be 24, I believe, on September 17th or 18th. I believe it's one of those days. So when you look at this and you think about this and you look at where this team has a possibility of ending this season, there's a lot of Hollywood feels to it. They're making Golden Road Blonde Ale available at Hy-Vee. In fact, there's two cans on Jay Binkley's desk. I know, <laughs> shock. It's only a matter of time until Jay Binkley pours that beer into a bowl and puts cereal over it and then puts it on Twitter and says, Dushman, I told you, don't doubt me. I can do it. And I know he will because Jay Binkley literally has already texted you and I middle fingers earlier today. Mm -hmm. Now my phone is kind of messing up, so I can't really read text messages right now. So Jay Binkley, I'm sorry. But when it comes to this, the hype around the team the market value for anything with Patrick Mahomes' face, name, product, anything on it is, is just incredible. And then you look at the numbers in training camp, and it makes you feel how great this team can be and the Hollywood aspect of this team. And like we said at the very start of this show, Kansas City, when it comes to the sports market, is the number 34th ranked market in the entire United States. Obviously, you're one, two, and three. You're California, New York, and I believe... What's number three? Like Houston? There's like Houston and Chicago are right there. Yeah, I think I think Chicago's number three. Shout out Danny Parkins. But the thing that comes with Mahomes and the Chiefs is, yes, you can watch first take. You can watch part of the interruption. You can watch first things first. Um, you can watch all those shows. And they're not going to talk about Mahomes all the time. But if you dive down into another sports medium and you get on Twitter, you see guys like Tom Martin take videos all the time of Patrick Mahomes doing some sort of throw and then another source like Bleacher Report, credits him at the very bottom, but they exploit the fact that he threw a 60-plus yard duck to Nicole Hardman down the line, and it just goes viral. That's Hollywood, man. Like, that's the type of stuff that Bleacher Report, NFL.com, 
anybody that's on there is going to take this and go completely forward with it because it sells, it's sexy, and it's fun. And when you think about where we're at and you watch where they will be this year and where camp has been, Nick Price, this is my biggest hot take on the preseason so far. I think Saturday, August 10th at Arrowhead, preseason game number one will sell out. Really? I really do. I'm, I know it's a preseason. You game. think the seats will all be full? You think that like it's going to be like a packed house? I do. I don't. I know it's seven nine thousand people is a lot of people. I know it's a preseason game, but I don't think that it's going to be a typical preseason crowd. I think when you can have fifteen thousand people in one weekend visit St. Joe to watch practice, practice. You can cue the AI quote up of practice. We're talking about practice. 15,000 people just went to watch guys in shirts and shorts throw pigskin around. You bring Cincinnati into town, you bring Mahomes on the field and Arrowhead and the dog days of summer where a baseball team is 40 and 71. I'm telling you right now, I have a feeling that that preseason game could get close to, if not a sellout. So don't get me wrong. I think that the interest around the Chiefs is astronomical right now. I just don't know if it's going to sell out just because ticket prices. Ticket prices, they still charge way too much as far as, like, actual seat value. Like, I know season ticket members have to pay the same price that they do for a regular season game, so I think that might hold them back enough. But if it was reasonably priced, I don't doubt that they could fill Arrowhead because the vibe around this city right now and around Chiefs Kingdom as a whole, people are losing their minds over this team right now. And just like you said, it's got that Hollywood superstar boy band kind of appeal to it of where everybody just needs to get a glimpse of these guys. Get a glimpse of them before they go out there and actually do their thing. Which brings up the point that we wrap up this topic of is that this team has got that Hollywood aspect to them because like you just literally said, the words out of your mouth, everybody wants to see this team. Season tickets are expensive and there's a lot of true fans that are members that enjoy going to watch this team. And as this team just gets more and more successful, ticket prices are going to go extremely, extremely throughout the roof. And that's just the way it is. So what's the best way to go see this team before anybody else does in preseason? I know Andy Reid doesn't crack the playbook open. It's not that big of a deal. But the thing is, is like you said, it doesn't matter when you see them as long as you see them. And that has that uh, that Hollywood aspect, kind of like when our little sisters, you have a sister that's 18 years old, just yep. graduated high school, as did I. When my little sister was younger, she had to go see One Direction. She drove to St. Louis. She sat in the nosebleed, but she watched One Direction because she was there and she saw it. St. Louis is not one of the biggest cities in the United States. It's a big city, but she drove there to watch a band play because she just wanted to be there and see it in her own eyes. Just like preseason number one, August 10th, might be the only chance you get because you might not be fortunate enough to afford season a ticket during the regular season. So you're going to go. And there's 79,000 seats plus there to go watch that. I don't know if it'll sell out, but I'd be willing to know that it's going to be pretty damn close. Coming up, we have something to root for more than others, I think, that we did in 2015 as well. We have guys on the core, and we have other things to look at when it comes to this team. Out of Bounds with Dusty Likens and Nick Price. 610 Sports Radio. Back in on 610 Sports Radio, you're listening to Out of Bounds. I hope you're enjoying your Saturday. It looks like it's gorgeous outside today. I'm going to take advantage of it later on in downtown Lee Summit. If you want to come out and say, hey, I'll probably be on a patio so somewhere. I can't tell you where because I don't know which one. A lot of places out there with patios. Come by, say hi. 
I'd love to talk to you. I'd love to meet you out in public. I don't think a lot of guys do that in this industry, and I think it's a very successful thing to do to meet the people that like to listen to you, that take time out of their day to put you on their radio. So those of you driving around on Metcalf Avenue or if you're driving on 40 Highway in Blue Springs, 7 Highway in Blue Springs, if you're driving on Chipman in Lee Summit, if you're driving on Liggett in Lee Summit, Colburn Road, if you're driving on, man, can we keep going? No, we're going to keep going. From the text sign, 816, I do think a lot of people will watch or listen. I will be surprised if it's close to a, close to sold out. That's fine. I remember when we had Jay Binkley on this show and he was like, man, there's people trying to get into park. I remember Brandon Kylie tweeted about it. He was like, hey. Get us here as soon as you possibly can at Chiefs camp because this weekend is absolutely outstandingly packed. There's a lot of people there that wanted to see this team, like Nick Price said, that wanted to be a part of this team, that if, we, if you're not going to be able to get around to it as much as possible, get to it. From the 816, I have six season tickets and a Chiefs bus, which we are repainting tomorrow. You should come and help, Nick. <laughs> um, been a season ticket holder for 20-plus years. Not going to 8 to 10 games. First preseason game, always boring. If that's why, you're not going to go. But, I mean, if you know for a fact that Patrick Mahomes is going to play, you know for a fact that Tyreek Hill is going to play, that Travis Kelsey is going to play, you want to go see it, you're going to go see it. And I think a lot of people will go. Sold out is probably a bit of a stretch, but close to it, I don't know. I think, regardless, it's going to be a better crowd than you've seen of week one preseason games, maybe, that we've ever seen in Kansas City. Possibly. I think that's that's a fair statement to make. How about this from the 816? Driving in my yard, drinking beer, and mowing. The mowing part, okay. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the last place I lived, uh, my buddy had a riding lawnmower, and he had a cup holder because his dad liked to drink uh, Miller 64. And because uh, he could drink more of them, so Miller sixty four. Yeah, because right. he could drink. It was older. He just he, yeah. he knew he could drink, and he liked the taste. Of it. He drank for the flavor, not the uh, aspect. Yeah, right. So like he would drink a lot of them, and he wouldn't get like messed up, which is smart. And he had a cup holder in his uh, in his lawnmower. Again, I'm not I'm not advocating that you drink and drive. Please be safe at all times. Um, from the eight one six earlier on the uh, on the cereal thing, the adva- take the advantage of eBay issue and give the money to the foundation. I totally agree. If you're selling for $300 for 12 packs of cereal. Uh, moving backwards even further into the content, uh, the Wicked at Witch Witch is my number one seed sandwich, and it's not close. I've never been to uh, Witch Witch. I've uh, had a Witch Witch. Uh, I've heard I need to go there in Pickleman's as yeah, well. The, the tough thing about Witch Witch is it's one of those places where, like, you go up and you just have a million options of what you can get on your sandwich. Right. Which is cool. And, like, you fill out a card where you basically, like, check all of the ingredients and then you give it to them and they make your sandwich. So you make whatever you want, which is cool. One of the better things I've ever had is in Blue Springs, they do a thing called the Fall Fun Fest. Mm-hmm. And they have a church organization there called Timothy Lutheran Church. And they make hamburgers. And they're called Lutheran Burgers, and they're one of the best hamburgers you'll ever eat. Okay. Shout out Blue Springs. Shout out Fall Fun Fest. Uh, we talked about this earlier. Uh, Pete Sweeney didn't really quite get it because he said Whit Merrifield. Yeah. But uh, we just let that pass. Uh, that's fine. Uh, you can hear that Pete Sweeney interview uh, up on the podcast page on Out of Bounds on 610 Sports Radio. But we talked about this earlier. This Chiefs team has a core group of players. Travis Kelsey, Chris Jones, Tyron Matthew, Frank Clark. If you want to throw those two new guys in there. Um, Patrick Mahomes, Tyreek Hill, Sammy Watkins. Uh, all those things are in there, right? Those players are part of that Chiefs core. And what I keep drawing the line of similarities is the fact that there was a core with the Royals as well. Uh, Josh Verner used to call, as he was the Royals insider at the time, he used to say that Lorenzo Cain was the straw that stirs the drink. 
which basically it is what it is. Like with him going, that team just plays better. He came up with the with the Fetty Wap song, 1738. Mm-hmm. He had the Gardens of the Galaxy, and not Gardens of the Galaxy, but uh, yeah, whatever, not Gardens of the Galaxy, but it was it was that whatever that Gardens of something that that uh, phone app that you could play. Where he was really big into that. Um, which kind of showed his, you know, different side of a baseball player. Big smile. You, Nick Price, were very into Lorenzo Cain as he was one of the members of that core. Where I get with this is, is that you can have a core of players, and that's what you really need. Like, that's what you need to be successful. And when that core of players connects and they play well together and they produce like they should, because that's what cores do, you tend to pick apart the core and say, I like to root for this guy a little bit more than others because I have either a personal connection to them I like this aspect of their game. I like this part of their personality. And when it comes to the Chiefs, they're very similar when it came to that Royals team. Salvi, Moose, Haas, Dyson. Say what you will. Maybe you were a Duffy guy. Uh, Maybe you really liked Ben Zobris being newly acquired. Whoever it was. When it came to the Royals, I was a Gerard Dyson guy. When it came to the Chiefs, I'm a Travis Kelsey guy. I like the fact that Travis Kelsey has put this team on his back. I like the fact that Travis Kelsey has moved forward with this team. And I like the fact that Travis Kelsey has really grown as a human being and as a person. Um, For stats, I can't say, or I can say, is the fact that there was a few years ago where he was, quote-unquote, but Nick Price, rolling the dice about Vaughn Miller, and then he was shown throwing a towel in a ref's face, mimicking his flag, throwing on a play that he didn't agree upon, and getting kicked out of that game. And it was stuff like that that you looked at, and you're like, Travis, man, like, you can't be this way. If we're going to be successful, we're going to move forward and try to keep this core of a team, you know, compacted as a brotherhood. Is That's what Patrick Mahomes calls it when he reported to camp. We were there. Um, he called it a brotherhood. Just like that Royals team was a brotherhood. Mahomes, Kelsey, Chris Jones, Tyreek Hill, Sammy Watkins, I guess you can throw in there, um, Demarcus Robinson, Garrett Dieter, whoever you want to put in that core. And when it came to the Royals, I liked Gerard Dyson. He was the quote-unquote in-clubhouse leader. He was the guy that could steal. He could play defense. He could surprise you with different things. And Nick Price, you have guys that you're also using in player comps when it comes to that core in 14 and 15 with the Royals and the core of the 18, 19, 19, 20 Kansas City Chiefs. Yeah, I think a lot of it, too, is just watching these guys from a young age or whatever when they first get in the league and they come up. You get this little emotional attachment and you start to pick out your favorite players. And for the Royals run for me it was Lorenzo Kane I love Lorenzo he could play in the field he could hit he could run he had the big smile his bromance with Salvi all that he was just a really fun guy and like you said you know he was the straw that stirs the drink so my guy on the Chiefs that I kind of have this attachment to is Tyreek Hill because of his play on the field like there's nobody as fast as Tyreek Hill in the NFL blazing speed just burns by people tossing up the peace sign not to mention special teams you know punt returns it's really cool when Everybody in the stadium's chanting Tyreek, Tyreek when he's back there returning punts. And also just like he's an ultimate game changer. And he's one of these guys that when he was drafted, he was drafted as a kick return specialist just because he was really fast. And you've seen this guy develop as an NFL player over the years into being the most explosive player in the NFL and the perfect weapon for Patrick Mahomes. So for me, that's why Tyreek Hill is kind of like one of those that I gravitate to for his play on the field and what he brings to this team. It's it's unbelievable. And like we've said before, like the best analogy I can give is that like when it comes to cores and it comes to the popularity of these cores, you look at boy bands, you look at the Backstreet Boys, you look at NSYNC, you look at uh, Boys to Men, you look at New Kids on the Block, 98 Degrees, One Direction. They are a band that performs best together. 
all those guys were. But inside that band, you had one member that maybe you liked more. Maybe you were a Nick Lachey person. Maybe you were a Aaron Carter. Was it Aaron Carter? No, it was Nick Carter. Maybe you were a Justin Timberlake guy, or maybe you were like me and you like Joey Fatone because when you look at his name, it just spells out fat one. Um, and when it comes to teams like the Royals and the Chiefs that have success with cores, you find your own guy within the core that you tend to like a little bit more than everybody else, and that's just okay. But in the all reality of it, the nucleus is what makes it successful, and that's what this team is hoping for because if you think about it, the Chiefs are one of the favorites to win the Super Bowl. They are one of the favorites to have one of the best records in the, in the NFL. Their offense isn't going to take a seat back. It's going to take a step forward, I believe. I know I'm not comparing the 50 touchdowns and 5,000 to do it again this year, but who knows? I was completely wrong last year about Mahomes, so I'm done trying to say what Mahomes is going to do because we don't know what he's going to do. And speaking of what we don't know what Mahomes is going to do, I'm telling you, man, this guy has some, one of those weird photogenic memories like LeBron James. He's got it. And also, we compared it earlier, but Steve Spagnolo is the hope that this team needs. Out of Bounds with Dusty Likens and Nick Price. 610 Sports Radio. That's an interesting question on uh, 610 Sports Radio. On the Protein House, with a Purpose text line 316, do you have to be a season ticket holder to get entrance to camp on Sunday? I don't believe I don't, so. No, I don't know for sure, but I, I think just, it's just special like areas yeah. and things that the season ticket members can do, but I think that anybody can go. Yeah, I think that's what it is. I think that's more so like if you're a season ticket member, you can like – sit in some certain parts of the bleachers. I think they, like, exclude, like, a player meet-and-greet area. So I just think it's one of those things. I think you're more than welcome to go to St. Joe tomorrow for practice um, at training camp. I just think that, like, when it comes to the season ticket members, like, it's just their day to get, like, special attention. They have, like, a special buffet and stuff like that. Oh, they do? I think so. Okay. Your mom and dad are season ticket holders, right? Yeah. So text your dad. I'll check my – I'll check the email. Damn it, Nick. Guy who cooks grilled cheese in a microwave. Can never Again. trust that guy. Again, I'm sorry. Dude, text line. I mean, I, I don't I don't blame you for not trusting me after saying that. From the 816, who needs a cup holder on your lawnmower amateur? Well, that's fair. Um, it's just kind of nice. I guess it's just like one of those luxuries. Um we talked about the the aspect of the Chiefs, and like we've been talking about Chiefs all day because the Royals continue to just make me upset. I mean, I watched that entire game last night. I just until they change things up, I just I just sorry. I know we're live and local, but we're gonna be live and local with Chiefs content because I think I found enough of it uh, to be uh, towards it. Like we said earlier, the cereal is selling out of this world. The Hollywood mix is uh, in full in full for, in full force with this team. Golden Road Blonde Ale, the Kingdom Golden, the Kingdom Blonde Ale Golden Road beer that sold at IV, the headband that was sold at IV. Training camp is getting numbers out of this world. Fifteen thousand people there a couple weekends ago, and uh, you just wait. That preseason game is going to be an absolute zoo. I'm telling you, it's empty. I I don't know how to tell you any more than what we tried to tell you a month ago about training camps opening weekend to the public. We we literally told you it was going to be crazy. So I'm giving you fair warning. I don't know how much longer I have on this. A fair warning ship that is currently afloat easily. But I'm telling you, man, I'm, I might have been out outrageous when I say sellout, but there will be more people there than you think at this preseason game, number one, than you can expect. If you think you're going to be able to just go there like every other year, hop right in, do your thing, 
Put your dogs on the grill. By the way, Hy-Vee's got uh, 10 chicken breasts, or 10 for 10. I did it yesterday. I got some sweet mesquite, and I got some uh, cilantro lime. Made some Alfredo last night. Mm. Oh, my Lord. Um, I'm telling you, man, it's going to be crazy out there on Saturday. It's going to be absolutely crazy. But something that's even more crazy is Mahomes' memory. And Lee Steinberg was asked about this, right? He was asked about this, this memory that Patrick Mahomes has. And... It's funny because a lot of people had said, in fact, we had uh, Jason Brown, the uh, former coach of the Independence Community College uh, Pirates, uh, famous on The Last Chance U on Netflix, and he said, you know, it's the sophomore year, even though it's his third year, it's his second year starting as a quarterback. It's going to be interesting to see what defensive schemes he'll go against, what teams will do to him. And um, according to Tom Martin of KCTV5, he said, have fun with this quote. Mahomes agent Lee Steinberg, who was a friend of Jay Binkley's, told him that Patrick has and I did has a great memory, a vivid recall ability. So the so to think of what that when you read this from Patrick today on how he can be better. Patrick Mahomes says this, and the quote starts: "I have seen more, seen more defenses, different disguises, and different stuff. So being able to file that in the memory bank and pull it out when I see a defense we haven't scouted, I may have seen it last year." I'm able to know where to go with the ball, whereas last year it was just kind of a new to me every time I saw a new look. (laughs) So to give that some more reference and to give that some more legs to walk with, when you think of the no-look passes and the left-handed switch mid-air passes that Von Miller was quoted as saying, he didn't even have to do that when they did the top 100 list where Patrick Mahomes settled in at number four. Patrick Mahomes' ability to what to know what the defense is going to be in, even though they may not have scouted for it. He's seen it one year under his belt, which gives me three points of realization. Number one, I don't think we're going to have to worry about a sophomore slump when it comes to Patrick Mahomes, because what we said last week on this show was that, yes, the last season was an outlier of a season. 50 touchdowns, 5,000 yards. It had only been done twice, and 50 touchdowns had only been done three times. Patrick, Peyton, Tom. So when you look at that, I don't really think that you can regress a whole lot from that. We had talked about there had only been 10 guys that had thrown 40 touchdowns, 10 or 11 guys or 13, somewhere around there, less than 15 guys had thrown only 40 touchdowns, some guys multiple times. And when Patrick Mahomes in his second year as a starter is already quoted as saying, and this also coming from his agent, so you know it's legit stuff, saying that, I don't really have to worry about it because I've seen it once. Even if we don't scout it, I know that I can go back and realize I know where the defense is going to be, which that's why he knows he can no-look past people. And I get it. Show and Vern did a topic where, like, there's no-look passes are cute and all until it doesn't go your way. Totally agree. But I also don't think that Patrick Mahomes is that petty enough to where he's just going to do it to do it. I think when Patrick Mahomes is going to do it, he's going to know the situation to it because of that quote in general. Again, I'll read the quote verbatim. Patrick Mahomes says, well, I lost the quote. Patrick Mahomes says in the quote, I've seen more, seen more defenses, different disguises, and different stuff. So being able to file that into the memory bank and pull it out, when I see a defense we haven't scouted, I may have seen it last year. I'm able to know where to go with the ball, whereas last year I was just kind of new to me. It was just kind of new to me every time I saw a new look. Okay. So last year, let's take two examples out of this to compile my list. Last year, when we looked at this no-look passing and we looked at this left-handed thing, it was against Denver in the second half, right, with the left-handed. Right. They were down by, what, 14 in the third quarter, moving Mm -hmm. into the second half? Denver had a great game plan. 
Great game plan. Patrick Mahomes broke it. Um, against the Jacksonville Jaguars, I don't believe he threw any touchdowns that game, but he broke their game plan. And damn near, actually, he did break that he team. He broke the Jags. Yeah. I talked about that a little bit on Thursday night as well when I filled in for Binkley. The other thing that I find interesting is you look at both New England Patriot games. Somebody whose football opinion I take very seriously, which is Jay Binkley, said that Patrick Mahomes' best game last year was when they played the New England Patriots in the regular season. And even though they didn't win, the first half of that game, Patrick Mahomes was completely locked up and shut out. That's a fact. But in that second half, Patrick Mahomes then could look at the defense, and like he has said, quoted as saying, I could look at the defense, and then I could figure out where to go. That was clearly evident when he played the New England Patriots in the regular season. We then fast forward to the worst possible game that we can think of, which is the AFC Championship game, where Patrick Mahomes, again, was schemed differently by Belichick in the first half and couldn't quite get it going. But in the second half, he was completely different, right? He threw, I think, four touchdowns in that second half, I believe two of which to Damian Williams who Andy Reid's quite upset with right now. If we heard that audio earlier, as Andy Reid was salty. live in St. Joe. Very salty. salty. Very, very salty. And the fact that he was able to make adjustments in the regular season and playoffs in the in first half makes you wonder what he could do even on a first drive. So let's say that they come out and they try to scheme him this year in the first drive. What is it that we talked about last week, Nick? I believe that we had an air check on this with Steven Spector. For those of you that don't know what an air check is, that is where the boss just randomly pulls a five-minute segment and then grades you upon it. Um, and one thing that we talked about in this segment that we listened to is that one of the best aspects that Patrick Mahomes could do is improvise. Right. His best aspect is his brain, which we use Steve Spagnolo as the Obi-Wan Kenobi is our only hope. He's the one guy that can save this team because of the article that we read from Ron Kopp from Arrowhead Pride. That Steve Spagnolo, Steve Spagnolo, Steve Spagnolo can come in and revamp this defense and just change it enough to get him over the hump. Whereas Patrick Mahomes' brain and his ability to see this type of stuff to keep the Star Wars narrative is almost like Luke using the Force. Like Mahomes knows where that safety's going to be after only seeing it once, and he can improvise and do things that you can't do because of that just photogenic memory that he's seen this before. He knows how to do it again, and Mahomes. That's what's going to make him stay relevant. That's what's going to keep him as a dynamic quarterback and what possibly one day is going to have him in Canton wearing a yellow jacket or a golden jacket like Tony, Tony G is. That's just who Mahomes is. That's the photogenic memory. That's the specialness in this player. He's a great player. He's got a specialty when it comes to the knack of this game. Yeah, the arm's great. Yeah, the ability to no-look pass. But the number one trait and the number one ability might be his brain and the way that he can improvise things because he has seen it once that's all he needs. And Nick and I use the analogy of, I can lay in my bed before I come to work in the morning and say, okay, if I want to take Metcalf Avenue, I know which road to take, which turn to take, because I can improvise on my drive. That's driving. I'm not driving to work with people trying to kill me or people trying to come after me and sack me and take the ball away from me. Patrick Mahomes is doing this in a modern-day sport that's a lot similar to gladiators in the ancient Rome days. So Patrick Mahomes, yeah, the arm's nice. Yeah, the skill set's great. But the best skill set might be the photogenic memory. And you know who else has one of those? LeBron James. Who's the best basketball player in NBA history? Michael Jordan? LeBron James? You can debate it. Who's the best quarterback in football history? Tom Brady? Joe Montana? Maybe soon Patrick Mahomes. Coming up, we got a new topic of uh, we started to put together today of something that you don't always see. We'll talk about that next. Out of Bounds with Dusty Likens and Nick Price. 610 Sports Radio. I'm sorry. 
Text line, you got it. 816 and the other 816. Photographic. That's my bad. That's why I like the text. That's why I like the people of Kansas City that listen to this radio show live and local every Saturday because we can be compromised, you know? I'll, I'll call you out when you are wrong. Like I said, that Albert Pujols is going to be the best player to ever wear the jersey number five. And then somebody was like, I think Ted Williams is the best guy to ever wear the jersey. I was like, he actually wore nine. That's fine. Photographic, not photogenic. Photogenic means photographs well. So that's my bad. Yeah. It does take good pictures. But Patrick Holmes might be photogenic. That yeah, one with those Oakleys. Took, yeah, and the one, he looks like, uh, did you ever watch the movie Goofy Movie? It's like a kid's movie back the in the day. Ex- uh, yeah, the Goofy Movie and then the Extremely Goofy Movie. I didn't watch Extremely, but Great yeah. The, sequel. The very first one, he looks like, what's Powerline, I think is the name of the guy that everybody wants to go see, Max. Yeah. He wants to go see Powerline. That's right. That's who Patrick Mahomes looks like, is Powerline with those Oakleys on. Um, also, yes, he could be photogenic because that picture they took, I think it was last year at training camp. Where he's in like the yellow oh, practice with the, jersey with the sun behind him, and it looks just like glowing. The, it looks like the heavenly clouds are behind <laughs> yeah. him. So yeah, I guess I'm kind of right. He is photogenic, but he's also got a photographic memory because he just knows where everything is, seeing it only once. Um, if you're driving in Kansas, you probably are driving with people trying to kill you, Goat Man. I also can't argue <laughs> that. <laughs> yeah, I don't disagree. It's always funny. I feel also I could be wrong. Six nine three zero six broke down see with a purpose text line. I feel like. Kansas and especially Johnson County people are the number one supporters in uh, in customized license plates. Oh, yeah. I'm not They're even They're everywhere, man. They are everywhere in this area. So if you have a customized license plate, do you live in Johnson County? Because I see all of them all the time. Like I saw one, it was like M-R-F-I-X-I-T or whatever it was. It could fit six or whatever letters. It was like Mr. Fix-It. But anyways, this is a new topic that we're going to try to do uh, where we do things that you don't see every day. It's just uh, it's a topic of like a new gimmick or a new thing where it's just something you don't see every day. And we start off with what we saw last night on Twitter. Um, oh, my gosh. Uh, on Twitter where we saw this kid get a contract from the Oakland Athletics. True story. Uh, his name is Nathan Patterson. He signed an MLB contract with the Oakland Athletics after he threw multiple pitches over 95 miles per hour and a course light pitching challenge. Yeah, it's like that thing that they got at the little K where you can see right. how fast you throw, but this guy is just throwing absolute gas. Yeah, and apparently he did this at a AAA game like last year, mm-hmm. and so he was already on the o- Oakland Athletics radar. And then they no went out intended. there and they were like, yeah, exactly. But they were out there already and they were like, okay, like heard about this kid. He's going to be out at their version of the little K today. See what he's got. So I feel like he kind of knew about this ahead of time. The other thing too is that he's crow hop throwing. So I'm not trying to piss on this guy's parade. He clearly looks like a baseball player. He's built like it. He's got a cross necklace, which all baseball players seem to have a cross necklace. Um, And he's crow hopping a baseball. So he's not really standing on the mound, lifting the leg up like a traditional pitcher. He's literally crow hop throwing it, but he's throwing gas at 94, 95, 96. So props to him. Uh, Oakland Athletics gave him a contract. In fact, if you scroll down, there's even like a picture that shows him signing the contract. Um, other things that you don't always see every day is uh, we got this one from Bleacher Report. The Rock, he confirms he quietly retired from the WWE, says he misses wrestling, but he's no longer going to wrestle. Price, is The Rock your favorite wrestler of all time? Uh, yeah, definitely. Doesn't, doesn't even come close. But he appeared live on Kelly and Ryan, and The Rock announced that he had quietly retired from wrestling because he accomplished everything he wanted to in a squared circle, in the squared circle. 
Um, I'll say this as well. Assuming The Rock doesn't have another match, his final bout was on the, for the history books. The future WWE Hall of Famer beat Eric Rowan in six seconds at WrestleMania 32, making it the shortest match in the event's storied history. The great one could be coming back to the WWE television soon. Dave Meltzer of Wrestling Observer Radio uh, reported this company is trying to get Rock to appear on the first Fox episode of SmackDown Live on October 4th. WWE needs to do something because on October 2nd, on a Wednesday night, AEW, All Elite Wrestling, premieres on TNT, and they're going to bring the thunder, baby. I know they will, and I know Lance is excited. So The Rock, Dwayne Johnson, he's done. How about this? Your guy, Cam Newton, what'd he do this week? So Cam Newton, you always know he's got the funky outfits and everything and press conferences when he comes to camp, all of that. Well, he's spotted in a Walmart wearing no shirt, overalls, a scarf, and then like this funky hat like he was trying to lay low, like disguise himself and everything. Go on TMZ Sports. They've got all the pictures up on there, but it was uh, interesting to say the least. And, you know, he's a massive dude, so he might have been doing this to try to like lay low, but... If anything, it was just people who were like, is that, is that Cam Newton over mm-hmm. there? Yeah. That's how he rolls, man. He's, you know, an odd guy. Um, speaking of odd, the Royals have just signed somebody per Jeffrey Flanagan. As you get your little bit of Royals talk here, they signed a guy that I personally won't ever be able to trust. You want to guess what his name is? You don't know. His name is infielder Jordan George. Oh, no. How come I don't trust him, Nick The Bryce? double first name. You can't, can't trust, trust him. him. Don't care. Don't trust George Brett. Probably a great guy. Could never trust him. George Brett. Two first names. It is what it is. Sorry. Um, moving on. Um, I never talk politics just because I don't care to talk politics, but I thought this was a tweet that you don't see every day. Uh, the President of the United States. <laughs> not only did he get ASAP Rocky's name right when he typed it out with the money sign for an S, by the way, that's how Sean Levine, the sports machine, used to sign his name was a money sign for the S in Sean. Oh, wow. That's a true story. Ask him about it. Okay. He said it 17 times on the air. Like he says, hotter than Farrah Fawcett in a forest fire. But Donald Trump tweets, ASAP Rocky released from prison on his way home to the United States from Sweden. It was a Rocky week. Get some get home ASAP ASAP. When he said get home ASAP, he spelled it A-S-A-P. And then he said ASAP, A money sign, A-P. Are you kidding me? ASAP Rocky released from prison. You got to read it in his voice. ASAP Rocky released from prison and on his way home to the United States from Sweden. It was a Rocky week. Get home ASAP, ASAP. I mean, a lot of the president's tweets blow up, but this one had some amazing traction. Uh, that was pretty crazy. Another thing that you don't see every day is the Alamo Draft House. Friends of 610 Sports Radio here love Alamo Draft House. I just know that I'm not going to be going to Alamo Draft House on September 5th. Why? Because It Chapter 2 is coming out on September 5th, mm. and they are encouraging people to all dress as clowns to the theater. Did we all just forget that people were dressed as killer clowns, like terrorizing civilians, like three years ago? I don't like clowns. I know. I, I, hate I probably clowns. didn't read the story. I was in, like, back when I was in college in Lawrence, I remember seeing a clown walking through South Park with a machete. I was like, I'm done. I'm out of here. I sped off. No. I love Alamo Draft House, but I will not be in attendance for Clown Night for It Chapter 2. Yeah, I just don't mess with clowns, man. I know people consider me a clown, but I'm talking about like, the clowns that like have like the makeup on. Yeah, like, no. Uh-uh. Yeah, when I was a kid, my dad thought it'd be funny to like uh, to let me watch it. Not really sure why. I just it literally scared the living hell out of me. I never saw the first one either. Um, I saw a personalized plate in Johnson County that said Bentley on a Bentley. Okay, so I see that all the time, right? You see, like they'll put like their car make and model on the car or on the license plate when it's also on the car. I don't understand that. 
That's just a humble brag. I guess so. You have any friends that do humble brags? Oh, uh, yeah. Tons can't, of them. St- can't stand it. Not sure if my Twitter profile picture is a humble brag. I didn't take the picture. It was mistakenly taken. Or t- yeah, it was mis- just mistake- a coincidence, man. It was man. mistakenly taken uh, by Adam. Yeah, it- sorry. I had to reach out to uh, Adam Teicher to get permission to use it. But that is uh, what we consider something you don't see every day. You don't see an Alamo draft house having a clown night. You don't see Cam Newton going out dressed as a woman to get shopping done. You also don't see Donald Trump tweeting out rappers. Um, but apparently he is cool with ASAP Rocky, and he's also cool with uh, Kanye West. Um, and as well, you don't always see The Rock, who is one of the most prolific people on the microphone. The Rock on the microphone couldn't come out into the ring on a WWE night and literally announce his retirement and then say, do you smell what The Rock is cooking? Because The Rock is done cooking. Literally, it's that easy. Speaking of somebody who should not be done cooking is Carrington Harrison. Bring back cooking with Carrington. Love that segment. Two-minute warning. Now to bring us to the two-minute warning. What the heck? Let's go. Once again, it's time for us to thank you for listening to our segment today. If you missed it, check it out on the podcast page. It's all there for you. Pete Sweeney joins us at 1.30. He said that, uh, who was it? Damian Williams? Damian Wilson. Damian Wilson reminded him of Derek Johnson. Said he got some DJ vibes. Says that he believes Dan Sorensen will play a significant role in this team and that Juan Thornhill will also be involved in this team. But where they match up, we don't know. Tanio Passanio has been a guy that uh, he and Brandon Kylie continue to be in favor of making this team, and one in which they thought might have gotten cut in preseason. Speaking of this Chiefs team, we compare them to a Hollywood type of scheme. They got a very big Hollywood vibe to them, right? They've got to have a little bit of pizzazz to them. That's okay. That's just who this team is. It's the 34th ranked sports market in the United States. Kansas City is going to be number one by the end of the season if they keep this core up and they keep these guys together and they play like they can play. Steve Spagnolo could be the Obi-Wan Kenobi of this team because he's the hump that could or he's the part of he's the guy to get this team over the hump. So right. only hope. That's right. So you get the reference there. Patrick Mahomes is photographic memory. There you go. Is uh something special because he sees the defense once and he's got it figured out. So good luck figuring that out. And he's changing the game with those deep balls too, just like Steph Curry with the three ball. The Rock is retired. It's clown night at Alamo Draft House and Donald Trump tweeted out about ASAP Rocky and told him to get home ASAP, ASAP. Also, if you could throw some serious heat, go out to the little K. You never know what might happen. Yeah, that guy got signed to an Oakland A's contract because he threw 94, 95, 96 on a crow hop on a un, uh, unelevated mm. mound. We got to get you out of here because coming up is the sexiest trio in sports radio with Chris Unicero, Jillian Carroll, and Julio Sanchez. Uh, they come your way on overtime. We get out of your way from out of bounds. For Nick Price, for Pete Sweeney, uh, for Jay Beakley texting me middle fingers, I appreciate it. I really couldn't get over it. Um, I got to get out of here. I got to go hang out with some people and have some fun on this beautiful day, but don't worry. You get a full show of overtime next on 610 Sports Radio. Picture this, it's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. 
I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 